Welcome back. Episode 12. Episode Tom Brady. Yep, the GOAT. We made it. The GOAT episode. Here we are. Back at Bodsley's big basement. Playoff season. Yep. We got, got the Celtics on behind us. Game 5 tonight. Game 5, 2-2 series. Yep, Celtics are up just after the half right now. Up 11 at the half. Yep. Uh, we got a game seven tomorrow. Big game seven tomorrow. In that same building. Hoping the Bruins don't choke away a 3-1 three, three lead. Yep, we got uh, we get the Sox. They're uh, no longer... No longer the hottest team in baseball. They're taking a little a little break from that. Yep, the bats are quieting. The bats are quieting. We got it breaking. Started, it started when they got no hit the other night. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the bats went quiet. Yep. But, and we got... We got breaking news. I just heard about this... As I was outside moving my car for Easter year so he could pull his, his big-ass truck into my driveway. Yep. Pull that he, tundra right in there, baby. Pull it right in there. And he told me that Gronk is coming back. Yep. Gronk had and a it meeting. it has been confirmed. He was right. He wasn't lying. I wasn't bullshitting. <laughs> I tell you that. And we have come to a, uh, looks like Sunday. Sunday. Weather, it's weather, going down. Weather bearing. It's going down. I'm going to be whooping that ass. On the basketball court. Yep. Yep. See, he's at least he's doing a lot of talking. He's doing a lot of talking. Don't worry, my game <laughs> talks a lot too. <laughs> we will see about that. Yep. But it's going down either way. We're gonna try to have a, you know, have a. We're gonna try and get some commentators. Some co- yeah, commentator. We need uh, some video footage. Yep. We might be getting. We might that. need a ref. Things might get physical. <laughs> yeah. We uh, you know, and we uh, probably need uh, an interviewer, interviewee, interviewers, interviewess. Yeah. Yep. Media, all sorts of media will need to be there. Yep, you'll need your passes. Uh, ESPN, the Ocho. Yep, you'll need it on, uh, you'll need all your credentials, you know. Might have some. We might actually air it on Facebook Live, why not? Yeah, we could do that. We could. We could. You know, uh, but yeah, it's going down Sunday. It's going down. You're going down Sunday. We will see. We will see. You will see. I'll tell you that right now. You gonna learn today? Yeah, you going? Yeah. All right. You been practicing? You talking about practice? (laughs) I'm just wondering. I'm the star player. We talking about practice? Star player or what? No, don't you worry. (laughs) We putting my work in. All right. All right. Don't you forget, I lost. I lost weight. I know you did. I got the quick. I'll hit you with the quickness now, baby. That's fine. Yeah. We'll see. Don't you worry. I've been playing. I ain't playing no games. We'll see. We'll Saint see. Scrabble, Bodsley. I'm ready. You know I'm ready. I hope you are. Oh. I hope you don't oh. get ran off the court. It's been a while. We haven't played one-on-one in a while. Yeah, you're going to get to work. Well, I'll let my speaking game be talking. But speaking of the work, Celtics are the, uh, Celtics it, are, it back into the second half here. Yep, Celtics are kind of giving it. A little bit. It was, uh, who's that, Drew Bledsoe? Yeah, I think that's Drew. Uh, Derek Breadstick? <laughs> Derek Breadstick. <laughs> yeah. Drew, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Bledsoe at the line. You know, foul. Barry's the first free throw. Yeah. Uh, so, we Speaking got Marcus of, back tonight. Yeah. Well, we got Marcus back. That's the big That's the big headline right now. Yep. Um, so far, <laughs> making a big impact. Hell yeah. You can... You see that on the defense. You can defense already see the, the difference he makes. Yeah. Just intensity-wise on defense. I mean, it's almost like, you know, we've had the argument 
a bunch of times about, you know, would you rather keep Rozier or Smart? I actually was just talking about it with some people in the Uber when I was taking them to the Celtics game. Nice. We all agree. Yeah, Uber. Yeah, you then yeah, Uber, exactly. But uh I've been I've been leaning towards Rozier, but now I'm starting to lean back towards Smart. I don't know, it's a tough call. I mean Rozier was great first two games. He got in a little beef with uh Drew Bledsoe. Yep. And they um yeah, and it kind of disappeared a little, and now we're seeing the impact that Marcus has when he comes back. And Marcus, no fear, no fear. But I mean, Rozier's the more skilled player. Marcus probably has the bigger impact at this point. Yeah, he's he he's a better fit for this team for the system than right. I wouldn't Stevens. be I wouldn't be surprised to see Rozier gone after this year, and he'll probably get a good deal somewhere. Oh yeah, he'll, 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 he'll probably he'd get more money than <laughs> than Smart would. Yes, because he has a you know he's got more broader skill set. Yeah, exactly. So he could get a nice yeah. deal. he could get a nice deal from like Sacramento Kings or some shit team like that. Yep, so, probably. But it all depends if he wants to play for a championship or be the man on a shit team. Yeah, you gonna talk to your man? I will. I'll hit him up. Hit him up on Twitter be like, remember me? Yeah, I'll send him the picture of us. Yep. <laughs> remember me? Like the Eminem song. Yep. Um, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown beasting. Yeah. Absolutely oh, speaking beasting. of Terry, Terry's down right oh, now. Oh, no. Terry's holding his face. Come on, T-Row. What are well, you, as uh, long as his face, that's fine. I think, think he got elbowed in the face or something. Yeah, he's good. He's a tough guy. But, uh, yeah, Jalen has been... Jalen's been second year in the playoffs, and he's uh, he's he stepped playing up in the like playoffs he knows last year too. I mean, he seems to step it up in big games. Yeah, but he's I mean, he's but definitely he's really comfortable. Stepping it up. I yeah, mean, what two thirty point games? Yeah, yeah. thirty four in a uh, game game four. Um, he's on fire. Which brings up our other common argument: is Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? For, Who would you rather have going forward? I'd rather keep them both right now, to be I, honest. Yeah. I don't want. I don't I, really want to trade them. No, I don't want to trade either of them. I don't. I mean, Anthony Davis is a nice piece, but he's was, more than a nice piece. I was thinking. Well, yeah, yeah, he's definitely more than a nice piece. But it's coming out now that he wants to stay down there, anyways. He likes New Orleans. Whatever. I mean, he's got cousins down there now. Yeah, you know, he's Rondo. Yep. He's playing well Rond- with Rondo. Rondo's playing on fire. Playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo. Yeah, we've seen that before. Yep. When he gets, when he develops the chemistry with guys on offense, that's when he's really good. Yeah, one of the best passers in the game. Um, but I was thinking about it because they they call. Uh, I was watching the pregame actually earlier. Yeah, and uh, Scal and A. Sherrod Blakely. Yep. Um. Good old Asher Rod. Yeah, they they bring. What is it? The A stand. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> anonymous. Uh, anonymous. Anonymous Sherrod. Uh, anyways, what was what was Sherrod saying? Anyways, they were they were both. Uh, they had oh, what t- we mentioned. Going on here? They had mentioned the well, dynamic. A little scuffle. Who's that? Bledsoe. Yep. Of course. So, they were saying the dynamic duo, and it yeah. occurred to me. We go. Oh, he took a cheap shot. Yeah, he did. Fuck well, Eric Bledsoe. Dropped the shoulder. He dropped the shoulder. He, yeah, but that was so uncalled for. So, regardless. Oh, man, T-Row, good restraint by T-Row to not punch him in the face right there. So, Jalen 
and Jason. Yeah. They were saying that they called them the dynamic duo. So it occurred to me. What teams have a big three of sorts Yeah, and a dynamic duo at the same time? Like their whole starting lineup is all-stars right now. Yeah. It, Golden State a couple of years ago did. Right. But think about it. Next year we'd have we could have Kyrie, all star point guard. Uh Haywood comes back healthy and plays like he used to like he was playing before the injury last year. You know, obviously not too much this year. We didn't really get to see much of him. Yeah. Um we we um assuming he plays well, we got a all star shooting guard. Yeah. Then Jalen and Jason both could be all-stars, and we got big Al down low, all-star Al this year. I mean, who, who's to say he's going to be back there next year? Just for a few games, and then he's up and down. Yeah. So. If he has another you good just, you first You just hope there. that when it really matters, it's when he steps up. Well, what I'm saying is, as far as, like, no other team, can really, like, that could be our starting lineup, all all-stars next year. Yeah. And no other team can really say that. Instead, instead of sending either Tatum or Brown off, and getting Davis, yeah, now we have four All-Stars. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I guess potentially we'd still have the other one, so I guess we'd still have five All-Stars, but I don't know. I just think the chemistry between those two, the two of them, they, I mean, they're like boys. They love each oh, other. Oh, yeah. You know, the, I mean, they're they're coming up and becoming stars together. Exactly. And it's like, I, I would love to see Taking over. Taking over the East. But. So we had we had Drew Bledsoe here taking a cheap shot on T-Row. Lowers his shoulder into him. Shoulder right, yep. He tries to knock him over. Tries to knock him over, and T-Row's like, nah, you can't. And Tatum dunks it. Man. So if you didn't hate Eric Bledsoe already, you should hate him now. Yep. I'm looking at all these tweets about it, and everyone's calling him Drew Bledsoe. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else we got? So, both game, both home teams have won each game. Right. Uh, the the benches have played like polar opposites. Yeah. Home and away. Right. Especially that like was, tonight. A lot of people were saying that before the series that it's going to be tough for a team to win on the road. It reminds me of last year. Yeah. Like Washington, every home team won the game. Right. And then even I think the second round was like that too. Right. It happens a lot like that in the NBA. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> be honest. People can't step. You got to be at home to step up. I guess. Did you see I that mean, new KG video? No. The Area Twenty One posted. Oh, he talks about. You know, um, it's like a pump up video. I I almost feel like it's for the Celtics. Yeah. And uh, he goes through. He names a bunch of players. All the guys he used to play against. I knew them better than I knew myself. Yeah, like it's this. It's, it's KG. You know, KG's the mastermind of getting you fucking oh, amped. KG would always get me fired. He's up. like they they say I'm crazy, maybe, and I am crazy. He goes, uh, and he, dude, he even put he put the uh, a clip of when Ray Allen came over to shake his hand. Did he really? And he goes, he goes, fuck you, shake my hand. I don't like KG you. KG said that? Yeah. No, I yeah. got to see this. He goes, I ain't shaking nobody's hand. He goes, this. Oh, this is must-see TV. Yeah, he goes, that. I don't, uh, he goes, you're on the other team. I don't fucking like you. I got to watch that. Yeah, he was swearing in and everything. It was, it was. Bledsoe with a flagrant one. 
Damn, it was, uh, I gotta watch that. It was posted by Area, Area 21 on the Facebook and on the Twitter. Damn. Damn. Yeah. KG. But but he was sent a shot Ruthless. right to right to Rayel. Ruthless. I love it. And um yeah, it was uh got me all fired up. I I'll bet. tell you that, damn. I bet. I had to retweet it last night and then I saw it today on Facebook, so I had to share it again. Yeah. That damn good. And I might share it again when I see it again. I gotta check it out. But uh Eric Bledsoe is gonna be fired up right now. So They're gonna kick their asses. So um you got anything else for the Celtics? Yeah, just about how the refs are, uh, I mean, I think they've done a pretty bad job this series, but that's nothing new for the NBA. No. Um, typical favoring superstars. I think Giannis has got a lot of bullshit calls. Well, they came out and said that, the NBA came out and said that they missed two calls at right. the end. Right, right. What the fuck is that? Like, why, why even bother coming out and saying that? Like, yeah. I don't want to hear that shit now. Call it when it, when the game it actually matters. Exactly. One of them was like a foul on Jalen Brown that didn't get called. Or yeah. He was playing D and they called it or something. And then he retweeted it. He's getting the Giannis is getting the LeBron treatment from the refs. Yeah, he is. And LeBron said a few months ago that Giannis is the future of the NBA. So they're starting know, early. Yeah. So they're like, oh, LeBron likes him. LeBron thinks he's the future. Now we gotta, you know, try and help him along like they did with LeBron when he got his first ring. Stupid. <laughs> NBA refs suck. Yep. They're all probably betting on the game still anyways. Yep. Won't be surprised. Yeah, private bookies. You pay them, keep them quiet. Yep. So we got game seven tomorrow night. Bees. Yep. Ooh! Let's go, T-Row! Terry Rozier for three from deep. That's how you answer when someone takes a cheap shot on you. Celtics up 16 with nine minutes left in the third. Love it. Uh, we got um, so we got game seven tomorrow game night. Seven tomorrow night, Bruins. Um, what was when did they go up three one? Was this past weekend? I it was. Which it was, it was after game four. Yeah. Well, yeah. So <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah, I forget what day it was exactly, but they went up three one. Boston, I'm feeling good about it. And yeah. what happened? Uh, no, they they were up three zero. No, they were up three one coming back to Boston. Yeah, no, I think they um I think they were three oh and then they lost. No, they won to go up three one. Oh, did they? Yeah. Right. So um then we lost both games. The game in Boston. Yeah. We lost game six and last we lost night. Last night. Um That was more of a two to one game. There was an empty netter obviously at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um it was better better defense for sure. Saw that with Wingles starting, Wingles playing out there. Yeah. Um, which I think it was, I think it was game, whenever they went up 3-1, when they got their third win, Wingles had like, he had a ton of blocked shots in that game. He was like, he's he don't care to get down and block a shot. You yep. know, he's one of those Sacrifice dirty. Sacrifice his body. Yeah, he's one of those dirty, grinded, grinded, grinded out players. Need guys like that in the playoffs. <laughs> um so it's good to see the defense playing well. Um, can't, I don't know. I don't want to put it on Rask. Rask stole the game for us uh, to go up 3-1. to one, Yeah. You know? Um, he's been playing really well this series, but, you know. Um, Rask? For the most part. For the most part. You no, know, he had that one game he, he got pulled. One, one game where he got pulled for Hudobin. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It's How are you feeling about Game 7? Well. Last few years, Game 7s. They haven't been kind to us. Have not been kind to us. But may I remind you. What was it? That they're like 1-4 one in, one in or something over the last few years in Game 7s at home. And the only one they won was that miracle against Toronto. May I remind you, I was at the game. You should probably go to this one. I was thinking about it, to be honest. <laughs> I think you might be good luck or Get, something. Getting my taxes back. You're damn right there I'm thinking go. about it. There you go. So, uh, I am I'm feeling good. You know why I'm feeling good? Yeah. No, Han- I don't. Because Hanley's feeling good. Hanley Ramirez. Hanley said after the game last night, because you know the Sox all went, the ton of the Sox went to the game last night. Right, because they were off last night. Yep. Yeah, and they're playing in Toronto right now. Yeah, believe they're losing right now. They were losing three nothing a little while ago. Anyways, um, Hanley said he has uh, he has no no fear that they're not going to win because coming into Boston is the house of the pain. Is that what he said? Boston will hurt you. Is that what he said? Yep. All right. I'm with Hanley, man. I, I mean, I love Hanley's attitude. And you know that what? Just, that just plays to what we've been talking about with Hanley this year. He's just a, he's got that attitude. Yeah, hell yeah. He's, he's bringing it to the Bruins too. Yep. But I'm just, I mean, going off. To be I'm, honest, I'm cautiously optimistic going off of the past few years and what's happened in Game Sevens. To be honest, I, I don't really like saying this, but the last couple games have seemed a little more like Claude Julien era mm-hmm. than Bruce Cassidy. In a like, good way or a bad way? In a bad way. Yeah. Like, the a little more passive. Yeah, like <laughs> a little passive. Yeah. You know, uh, plenty of guys have plenty of opportunities, and they try to make the extra pass. Whereas earlier in the year, they were being aggressive. They were taking it to the hole, taking right. it to the goal. Right. And, I mean, they're still, you know, they're still dotting in and out, but uh, we want to, we're trying to build that, um, trying to get a lot of pressure on Anderson because right. when the first two games we were putting a ton of pressure on Anderson and he looks like a puppy and shit. He's shitting himself. Yeah. You know, he's... And he's looked great the last few games. Yeah, exactly. He's made some really big saves. And now he's, like, because I mean, he has more Over the series, he's made more big saves than Tuca had. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they got the momentum. Absolutely. And they, and they, they did do. beat... We beat them on their home ice. They beat us on ours. But we're about to... So, we're on the verge of possibly dropping three in a row. We're uh, so. I don't I know. A lot, lot of pressure on the Bruins tomorrow. Yep. To, uh, Especially, I mean, you know, it's good that they're at home, but at the same time, if they, if they get down early, that building's gonna go silent, and there's just gonna be a lot of pressure on them. Like that, it's you know. You, well, trust me, to, it went it went silent a couple of years ago, and they got really fucking loud. But. Yeah, but that was a once in a lifetime thing. We we need we can't be going down three to one this time. I'm just saying, if we want to win this one, we can't be going down three to one. <laughs> no, I don't. I would not like. I wouldn't have would like four to, to one. Whatever that. the hell it was. So, Cassidy said today, it's going to be hard to get Ryan Donato in. Why? Um, he said Heinen, who was a healthy scratch the last game, was more likely to be inserted into that second line. With DeBrusque and Krejci. Why? Because Heinen can play the right, where Donato is kind of more exclusively left. 
Yeah. He seen he and uh okay. Cassidy also said that he uh believed um like Heinen's been he kind of trusts Heinen a little more. Yeah. Um, and that's well, just because that's he's just got a small Donato's... small sample size. Right. He's so young. Uh, but, but I look at it like they need scoring, and Donato's a scorer. Yeah, no, I, that's how I look at it. And the the also um, he also brings up the point Cassie did that uh, if Heinen like if if they have him on the second line and he's not fitting exactly well right away, yeah, uh, they can switch that those lines up and they can right. get Rick Nash back on that line, right? Bring him back down to the third, which I mean Heinen can. And he also likes the fact that Heinen's a bit more two way, right? Than Donato. Donato's more. Well, off, that's true. That's true. Strictly, strictly off, not, offense. Not strictly offense. He <laughs> he does go back in his own zone. But and that being said, Donato's goals this year he had five goals in twelve games, which is pretty four, impressive. Four of them were on the power play. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we have trouble scoring on the power plays. So to me, it seems obvious. Put Donato in. I. <laughs> I'm, I'm there with he you. He has what you need right now. What you're missing, exactly. And he's got the speed. You know, he can he can get by some of these guys. And he also, uh, Cassie also said, you know, he played played in game two. He didn't. He played played all right. He didn't play bad. He didn't play great. Yeah. So he said he's got at least one game experience. Da da da. So and and who knows? Cassie could all be saying this is like a mirage. You know. He could. You know, he could just be saying that because he knows everyone's going to take that and run with it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, t- uh, Toronto is expecting Heinen to play. And right. Game yeah. time decision. I hope that stage. happens. I hope that happens. I, I mean, mean, that will be some uh, some mastermind thinking ahead. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's, it just seems like uh, Donato was Cassidy out. is taking more of like a, a Claude approach. Not putting his trust in the young guys. Yeah, no, you know? that's what I'm saying. It's and I don't like that. I don't like that either. What's gotten the reason they were so good? The reason they've been so good since Claude left because the young guys. Cassidy has a different approach. He puts more trust in the young guys. He throws them out there and sees what they can do, and it works a lot of the times. But they're talented players, and for some reason, in the playoffs, he's kind of tightened up a little bit, and he's you know yeah. He said he try- wants trying to... to be more conservative, but. He said he wants to play the twelve best forwards tomorrow night. So yeah, we're uh, I mean we're gonna be you know gonna be right in for it. Hell yeah, game seven. <laughs> Nothing like game seven at the at garden. At the garden, man. I mean I'm it's hoping gonna, the garden's gonna be rocking tomorrow. Like I said, unless we go down early and then it's gonna be crickets. rocking. Don't you worry. <laughs> I got It'll faith in the Boston fans. All right. Well, I know the fans will be ready, but you know it's easy to. Get the life sucked out of you if they go down three nothing in the first period or something. That's true. So we'll see we got to see we got to see some scoring and uh, you know I don't like the I don't like this Toronto Maple Leafs team. They're fucking chippy. They fucking we were talking about this last week. We don't yeah. like them. Nope. But ever since we've said that, they've been kind of kicking our ass. So. Yeah. Well, let's kick their ass again. <laughs> we did go. it. We did it before. Let's do it again. Let's go. I mean, Toronto, they're notoriously chokers, the Maple Leafs. So. Well, and not for nothing, but they were the third highest scoring team in the conference. Yeah. They just didn't have great record. Like, they had big 
win differentials, like right. score differentials, I guess. Um, like, you know, 10 to 3 or something. Yeah. So they had a lot of points, but then they'd also go games without scoring. Fallon Giannis. So, you know, um, it's not like we're not playing a team that can't string it together for a few games and score score at will. Right. You know, similar to how the Sox were just hitting at will. Right. Now all of a sudden they kind of cooled off. Yeah. You know? Hopefully, uh... And they're burning that, cool burning that fuel. Yep. You know, burning that fossil fuel up there in, in Toronto. I'm excited, though. What time does the game start tomorrow? Uh, seven. Seven. Should be yeah. a good one. Yes. Should be a good one. Catch it on Nesson. Catch it on, uh, what is it, NBC Sports? Both NBC Sports. And Nesson. Listen on 98.5. Yep, 98.5, the sports hub with Judd Surratt. And Bob Beers. Bob Bob Bears, Bob Bears here. Speaking of the Sox, Sox, they are in uh, they're in Toronto right now. They're no longer the hottest team in baseball. No they're, longer the they're not. They got. I no, mean, they were scorching hot there for a little while. They were. What, what was the um? They it was twenty seven runs they scored against the Angels, and the Angels scored what three? Yeah, they outscored the Angels when the Angels were the second hottest team after the Sox. Outscored them twenty seven to three, won that series, and now uh, then they then, won. Then they, got, then they scored seven runs against the A's. Right, right. They did win a game against the A's. Scored seven runs. They had scored. I posted it on Instagram after that game. Their their run differential and their all their wins. It was like one something to fifty or to thirty something. Wow. It was like one twelve to thirty seven. I think. Damn. In all their wins this year. So, but then they got no hit by Manea. Yep. Great. Performance by him, I mean to no hit the hottest team in baseball, and then since then lost two in a row, and they're losing right now, right? I believe so. I Toss believe it on. Yeah, uh, down three to one in the seventh, top of the seventh. No, so. we're keeping we're keeping the Celtics right now. Oh, oh, oh. TV. all right. It's playoffs. Come on now. <laughs> all right, there's a last button. That's true. So. I was watching the, I was flipping back and forth between the Celtics and the Sox pregame. Yeah, and um, there is a difference in the way that, in the approach from Manea and uh, the other A's pitcher that pitched on Sunday, which yeah is um, basically how we've been talking about Cora wants these guys to be aggressive. Right, a lot of guys swinging. I mean, Mookie Betts three home runs in a game. In, in, in one they hit game. six in that game as a team. And then, but he hit leadoff home runs in back to back games. Right, two out of three games. Right. So, being aggressive, these guys swinging at the first pitches. All of a sudden, these guys, these pitchers, got smart. Start. They're hey, not throwing first pitch fastballs. Before baseball is all about adjustments. It is. When you when you start off seventeen and two, teams are studying the shit out of you, trying to figure out. What what are you doing that's working? You stop it, and eventually, you know, you're gonna lose a few games in a row. Exactly. So that's what we're doing right now. But still, seventeen and four. Yeah, still. I mean, that's what happens when you start seventeen and two. You can go on a little losing streak and still be in good shape. Still on top. Uh, still on top of the AL East. Yeah. Might probably still on top of the American League. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely seventeen and four. So. We got Bogats is down in Pawtucket tonight. Yeah. Or I don't know if they're playing in Pawtucket. 
He's oh, with the Paw Sox. He's with the Paw Sox on uh, a little bit of rehab. And uh, he should be back with the team, hopefully, um, by the end of the week or by um, by the time we're back here next week. Yeah. Um, that'll be big. That'll be big. Hopefully he can pick up where he left off. I still, and I know Brock Holtz, uh, I always say, I say send him down. But I know it's it sucks to say that, but Suwei Lin, I like that guy. He's yeah, good. he's damn good. I like him. Yep. Although Brock had a home run the other day, I you know him and Jackie Bradley both had both fucking had home, home runs. runs. That was the game where Mookie had three. Yeah, and then JBJ went yard, Devers went yard, and Holt went yard. Yeah, so the guy up there was just throwing batting practice, whatever. Yeah, seriously. I yeah, mean. I'd actually, you know what? I'd actually like to see the two of them. You know, hit a couple more, you know, get a little hot. Get a little, get that get, trade value up. Yeah, yeah bump that go. shit up. Because <laughs> they don't have much right now. Yeah, bump them up and fucking send them out of town. JBJ, go on a little hidden streak again. Yeah, let's see. Let's see, we got the Celts up seven. Uh-oh. Three minutes left in the third. Getting a little close, getting a little close. Um, Eight now, Marcus just hit a free throw. So, what do you think about... Alex Cora, yeah. Um, you know he was talking about earlier in the year in the spring training about keeping the pitches. You know, not they're not going to be in, like they're going to take start them off slow, basically. Yeah, because that's price is out there. Price an issue last year overusing the pitchers. Price is out in the eighth inning. Is out there in the eighth inning the other night. It's yeah. Still April. He, I know he had a lower pitch count going into the inning, but. There was one lefty up. Yeah. I mean, th- there was one lefty do up, and then Jed Lowry's the switch hitter. And Jed Lowry, by the way, leading the leading the AL and hit RBIs, I think. Wow. Which is weird. That is weird. <laughs> um. We, so it was. Um. He faced Lowry. Oh, there was. So Lowry's a switch hitter. Yeah. He's weaker from the left side. Right. Carson Smith was warming up. And I'm pretty sure, so I think it was a lefty, yeah. Then probably Lowry, and then righty righty, yeah. or Lowry was in between a couple of righties, whatever. Regardless, I know he's he was around probably like 85, 90 pitches, right? Maybe a little more, but it's the eighth inning, April. You got it's April. You already got Carson Smith up there, yeah. And, you know. I mean, I guess. Is he scared to use the bullpen? I, I don't I'm thinking maybe, you know, Price had that rough start a couple of weeks ago where he has to be taken out in the second or whatever. I think he's just trying to help him get into a groove maybe. Maybe. You know, he was feeling himself, so he said, all right, I'll let him ride it out. But I mean, even like. Uh, well, I mean, that, it probably wasn't the right decision. Um. I mean, Cora's, he admitted he's learning on the fly right now. It's all trial and error. He's hes uh, hes a rookie manager. He, the thing, One of the things I like about him is when he does make a mistake, he admits it. Yeah, no. Which we, is unlike John Farrell, who yeah. would try to just make it seem like everything was fine all the time. He's yeah. Quote-unquote turd polisher, as they say. Yeah, he polishes turds all right. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he would try to, you know, make light of a shitty situation. Yeah. He's, uh... 
and I think Cora is more of a straight shooter. Oh, it, um, I, I, I agree with that. I just, yeah, uh, I, I, his decision making has been questionable at times. You know, I, there's, I mean, he's got guys down there that have been in the game for a long time. The bench, Ron Renicky's in there, right? And he's an old guy, he's, an old yeah. baseball guy. Yeah, he knows the game. How come he can't tell him in game? You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. He should be able to step up. That's what your bench coach guys are for. You know, help him out, right? Guys, like you, like we just. He's a rookie manager. You got veterans in the. You know, in the dugout. Is Tony La Russa still there? He's up in, I think he's up in the offices. Okay. I don't think he's in the dugout. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, lend the guy a hand. Help him out. He's doing a hell of a job so far. Exactly. Minus a few things. Um, he is. I mean, hell, we just said it. Till the top team in the American League. 17-4, and four, I'll take it. Yep. We got, uh, let's get to, let's get to some pats. Some pats. Some breaking news. Breaking news. Gronk is back. Hello, he's working on his dirt bike skills right now, but he'll be back for the, uh, for the football season. He had a meeting today. <laughs> he posted it on Facebook. Uh, Schefter tweeted it, and Mike Reese also tweeted it. Yeah. Uh, he had a meeting today, him and his agent, with uh, Belichick to let them know, to let Belichick know that Gronk will be back right uh, for the 2018 season. And uh, Mike Reese, who's very in with the Patriots. Uh, tweeted that all communication lines are good, um, and it, it looks all positive. So, that being said, what the hell was up with that press conference the other day? You know, I watched it. I yeah. mean, it seemed like he was just taking a big dump on the team. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was, for him to come out today and be like, oh, everything's fine, I'll be back next season. Like, I mean, you watched the interview? They asked him, what, yeah. will you be going to the voluntary workouts or whatever? He was like, no, i got to work on my dirt bike skills. Like, yeah. what kind of shit is that? Well, then he did He did kind of let the, the beans slip when he said, uh, they, he said, uh, the fans are going to see a freak-a-leak. A freak-a-leak. A freak-a-leak when I come back. That's such a gronk term, freak-a-leak. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think, I, you know Gronk. We know he tries to be funny. Yeah. The event was at He was Gillette definitely Stadium. trying to be funny, but he was also... He was towing that line. He was. And he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He knew it would be tab, like headlines, all oh, this yeah. and that. Um, he, he jokes a lot. He, well, the thing is, that's the thing is he jokes so much, you can't tell when he's joking and when he's being serious. So. I think he was kind of... I mean... It... He was like mocking Belichick. Absolutely, he was mocking the Patriots. And I think that because there was an article that was on the official Patriots website that said "monster interview, bad look for Gronk" or something like that, something with a similar headline. Yeah, and it was a bad look. And for the team to put that out on their website, yeah, that's not good for Gronk. No. So I think he was trying to be funny. And he realized, I think he knew what he was doing to a sense, but he didn't realize people were going to take it so personally, maybe. Yeah. Um, or take it such to heart. Because, you, like, you I mean, would think, like, there would be... You would think he would know that people would take that seriously. I mean, with all the speculation going around about whether he's coming back, and I don't know, I mean... The the event took place at Gillette Stadium. 
Like he's at his place of work. Well, that's just why like mocking I'm, the team basically. Well, I'm I'm saying he kind of also like being at Gillette, mocking Belichick. He's all decked out in all this monster gear. Who's to say he wasn't like trying to like pull like a a Belichick like there's a difference between mocking and impersonating, right? And I'm one like what I'm trying to figure out is if he wasn't trying to impersonate impersonate Belichick because he was at Gillette and he he. Have you heard Belichick use the word freak a leak? Well, not that, but like in as in as far as the, uh, I'm only here to talk about uh, motocross today or something. He said something like that yeah. at one point. Yeah, you know he was. I think some parts, he, okay, like he got the impersonation part. Yeah, but for the most part, it looked more mocking than impersonating. Right, and then he realized, oh shit, like it didn't come out how I wanted it to right. look. So he met with Belichick today. I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that conversation. I know, right? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, seriously. Oh, man. But at the same time, it's like you don't want to get too mad at him because, yeah. you know, he can leave. Then they'll go <laughs> retire. Right. All right, yeah. you never know. You know what? Never mind. I'm not yeah, coming back. Forget about it. I'm going to ride dirt bikes. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, and Brady, uh, Brady's agent, Don Yee, came out yesterday yep. and said uh, the plan has always been for Tom to play this year. Um, well, maybe maybe they were just trying to scare us all. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, not just trying to scare us all, but kind of just like putting on this act in kind of a way defiance. to... Yeah, defiance. Kind of a way to take some shots at the team and that they don't you know, completely agree with the way everything's being handled. Yep. Just kind of like a subtle way to take a shot. Goaltend! Count it! There we go. Yes. I I agree with you. But, yeah, I think they're both going to be back. I never really had a doubt that they would, honestly. Yeah, especially with Edelman being there. Right. You know, they're all friends. If if they weren't going to be back, I don't think Edelman would be there. They were just fucking with all of us, basically. Yeah. (laughs) But... They'll be back. So we got big draft day. Draft day coming up. On Thursday. Yeah, 27th, right? Yep. Or 26th. Yep, round. Yep. I don't know. I, I forget. They changed every year. I think they made round one one night and then round two another night. Yeah. Because they're trying to get all the fucking ratings they want. Yep. Oh! Ooh! Ooh, Al. that big bum all-star Al. Big Al. That big-ass bum all-star Al. All-star Al. Al. Stepping up. Throwing it down. I can't even call him a bum this series because he's been. No, he's, he's been, been stepping up. Yeah, he's been he's been all star Al this. He's this been year. a leader too. But maybe if I stop being nice, that fire will oh. unlight under his Good ass. Good D Al, spoke the ball away. Anyways, from anyways, we got draft day Fair Thursday night. Three. All right, draft day Thursday night. Draft day Thursday night. The Patriots have what? Thirty five five picks in the first. Two rounds. When's the first pick? Thirty oh, first, thirty second. No, they have the twenty third pick uh, from the Rams. Oh, that's right, the Rams. Brandon Cooks. They have the thirty first pick from themselves. Right. They have the forty third pick from Garoppolo. Yep. They have 
someone else's second round pick, I believe. Maybe yeah. Carolina's from Coney Ely. Okay. Uh, or someone else. Um, and then they have their own in the second round, too, I believe. Or if uh, maybe if they don't have another one, in the, like a three in the second round, then they have another one, like, within the first couple picks in the third. Right. Um, a lot of talk about Lamar Jackson. And then, a lot of talk about quarterbacks in general. Yep. And then Josh enough, Rosen, perhaps. Well, that was the other one. Yep. And I watched, uh, I don't know if you gotten to watch any of the highlights of either of them. Watched a couple of highlight I've tapes. watched some Jackson highlights. I gotta, uh, I gotta check into Josh Rosen. Uh, Josh Rosen, he's the he's the one that's got the balls to say he's gonna. If Brady wins six, he's gonna win seven. He said that. One of the one of the guys coming into the draft. Right, it's either we're Rosen. Pi- we're not picking that guy. He already jinxed himself. Rosen or the other guy? Who's the other guy? Uh, that begins. Um. Hold on. Like uh, well, whoever said that, we're not picking him. It was Rosen or it was someone else. Uh, but anyways, Lamar Jackson, um, I don't know. For some reason, they're likening him to Mason Deshaun. Rudolph? Nope. Nope. No, it was one of the top guys. One of the guys that would have been picked first. First few. I don't know. I forget who else. Regardless. Um, Lamar Jackson, they're, they're saying he's kind of like a Deshaun Watson, or he could be. Um, yeah. The kid can throw. Kid, well, that's good. Kid has a very good arm. That's important when you're a quarterback. Like, uh, I don't, you know, I'm watching highlight films. It's not, I don't see his bad plays. Mm-hmm. He's, right. he's, from what I saw, he's accurate on the move. Yeah. Um, he's also a very good runner. He looks like more of a running back sometimes. When he, once he gets out there, he looks like a running back more than a quarterback. Um, he's a better runner than Deshaun Watson, but Deshaun Watson's likely a better thrower. Probably, yeah. That being said... I did see that Jackson, he had almost as many rushing attempts as he did passing attempts last year. Yeah, he's he's completely dual threat. Right. He, run, he loves running that option. Yeah. Which, it has... Which, but that's scary to me, like, as an NFL quarterback. A lot... For a guy who has, you know, as many rushing attempts as passing attempts... In college, that doesn't translate to a good NFL quarterback usually. Yeah, usually, exactly. Um, there are, obviously there are some exceptions, but like there's a lot of teams that are. The reason these quarterbacks are so successful in college is because they all run out of the spread offense and they run the option. Right. The NFL don't really run the option. Right. Obviously, Houston does now with Deshaun Watson. Who else does? Tennessee does a bit. Not many. Um, do the Eagles with Wentz? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't watch enough Eagles. I don't think they did. Dak, Dak Prescott. Dak, yep. And Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. They'll run it. You know, and if we had that game changer running back, it might be a little easier to transition that. Not that, you know, James White or Rex Burkett aren't good, but none of them are game changers. They're not game changers. Um they're not Ezekiel Elliott. No. Um, you know, so do we want to sw- switch over to a completely dual-threat offense? I mean, I don't – I don't know. I The, the one thing that's, I will that's say – That's a big transition from Tom Brady. The one thing I will say – That's like night and day. About if we draft – if they end up drafting Lamar Jackson, which 
they might not even need to trade to move up to get him. He might fall to them at 23, Yeah, which is what everyone's kind of predicting. Um, if he's there and they take him, the good thing about this staff is that Josh McDaniels is here. Right. And he, he's been good with all the quarterbacks that we've had. Backups. Uh, obviously, Brady, him and Brady get along great. Yeah. But, I mean, well, except when they're screaming at each other on the sideline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, I mean, you don't, you scream at people at work all the time. No, well, you're an Uber driver. You probably scream at people on the friggin' road. I have, yeah. Sometimes passengers. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! It's my song! <laughs> oh, man. So, but yeah, no, they, they, have, they do have a good relationship. Um, a lot of success together, obviously. Jimmy G obviously wasn't as good as he was with the 49ers this past year that we saw. When he first came into the league, he learned under Brady, he learned under Josh. But he was pretty good when he filled in during Brady's suspension. That was, what, two years, three years after they drafted him? That was one year after, right? I don't think it was one year. No, two years. You're right, two years. So he had had some time to learn under him. I mean, two years is a long time to learn from someone. Right. You know? Um, Even Brissette. You're going to tell me... You're going to tell me Brissett learned everything that made made him half decent last year in Indy? Like he was pretty good for Indy last year. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's crazy. Like, our, our two backup quarterbacks, second and third string, actually been, ended up being starters. Sucks. Yeah. It's and like we had three really good quarterbacks yeah. at once. And I don't know. I, I think, like I said, the bright spot with Lamar Jackson being drafted is we would have – we would have Josh McDaniels around to coach him up. And, I mean, we draft him this year. Brady's here. Right. You know, he's going to teach him, regardless if he likes him or not. Brady obviously does like him, considering that they said something about Lamar Jackson on, uh, I think it was NFL Network, their Instagram account, or the NFL account. Yeah. And Brady uh, commented on it and said he's a beast. Something like that. Um, you know. He could, if the NFL is transitioning into more of a college game with this spread offense, because most of the guys coming out now are these spread offense quarterbacks. Yeah. They're not Tom Brady's. They're not Tom Brady's, yeah. The game changes. And maybe they're starting to see the evolution. They want to get ahead of it. Yeah. Because they want the next Deshaun Watson type player. Right. You know? And who knows? Maybe the new shelf life for quarterbacks ain't going to be what it's been. You mean it'll be shorter? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're going to be... Well, if they're running more, then yeah. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. You know, they're going to... More contact. From 18 years, this guy could only be here for five, but you're going to get another spread offense quarterback soon. You know, they're all going to keep coming out. Yeah. Um, no, more, no more pocket quarterbacks sticking around for 20 years. I know, right? <laughs> Damn. Oh, well. Um, things change. Linebacker. Uh, a potential linebacker. He's uh, in the mold of a Teddy Bruschi. Okay. A lot of hustle, instinct guy. Um, Run stuffer. What's his name? Uh, pass rusher. His name is Josie Jewel. Josie Jewel. Jewel. All right. Big friggin' uh, Josie Jewel. He's a he's a meathead. Uh oh. You know, he's 
Not like a meathead like dumb as rocks. He's <laughs> yeah. like a meathead that's going to like bowl you over and fucking get to the quarterback. Yeah. Home wrecker. Hey, whatever works. You know? Um, Bring him in. He's, he's, uh, we'll have Hightower back too. A prototypical Patriot. He plays special teams too on the, on the punt. Hey, we know how important special teams is. On the punts. Um, I have not gotten to check any highlights of him. Of him. But that's who some mock drafts have going to the Patriots, I think, at 31. Okay. Um, and they're just overall, because he could be a second-round guy, too. So yeah. they could uh, be trying to make a move into higher up in the second round to get him, maybe, um, regardless. Um, also, the wide receiver class for this year, um, experts are saying it might be the worst wide rec- it might be the worst class out of all the skill positions this year. It might be the worst class in general getting drafted. For wide receivers, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Um however, one name that has slightly been linked to the Patriots, but I think we'd have to trade up to get him. I watched some highlights of this dude. He's like Brandon Cooks with way more awareness. And isn't afraid to go across the middle and get licked. That's good. Calvin Ridley from Alabama. He's a, I don't know why they say that the wide receiver class isn't good with this guy in it. I feel like this guy is... Um, Best route runner in college football, they say. Yeah. I think like this guy's like... Alabama's great wide receiver, yeah. He's fast. He fucking... And he's got moves, he's got vision, he's got hands, and he's got a nose for finding the end zone. Yeah, I like this guy. I think he's definitely worth a worth a shot. You know, if we can get him. Um, which I know we don't really need a uh, wide receiver, but I mean, it can never hurt. No. What if he, What if he's an absolute stud? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? that and. Who's to say Malcolm Mitchell's knee? I mean, he didn't even play last year. Right. His knee's still bothering him. Yeah. That's that's not a, a position where you can count on guys to be yeah. healthy. You really going to want Kenny Britt to be a fucking I'm go-to all set guy? with Kenny Britt. <laughs> I'm all set with Kenny Britt. But, yeah, I mean, you never know who's going to get hurt last year. Obviously, Edelman. Um, never hurts to have a, a skilled receiver. Yeah. And he returns kickoffs and punts, too. So. There you go. Bring him in. I like this see, guy. La- see you later, Cyrus Jones. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Whose boy? Your boy. Yeah? <laughs> Am I a Cyrus Jones fan? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so we got uh, some hip-hop to get to, too. We got too. a little hip-hop. What do you got? Uh, I got um, this my man T-Rads. T-Rads. From the Lonely Entertainment. He uh, He just released a video. This song came out a little bit ago, a few months ago. Okay. Uh, it's called Running It. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, basically everywhere we can stream music. Um, Word. Where is he from? He's originally from Braintree. Okay. Uh, he's a fucking Yankee fan. Why are we talking about him on our show then? What is this? Because he's shit? from Braintree. <laughs> he's my boy. It's all right. He's, no, he's a beast. This kid's an animal. He can freestyle his ass off. Um, and, you know, um, he's a beast. He's from the Lonely Entertainment. It, that consists of Tosca, T-Rads, and Asante. 
Okay. Um, I met them through Grind Mode years and years ago, um, and you know they've each, every each one of them they kind of each got their own little style. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but you know they uh, they come together and they they put on a great show. Uh, Tosca does like everything, man. He plays guitar. He does videos. He nice. raps. He produces. He nice. engineers. He does everything. Multi-talented. Um, I think T-Raz can play the guitar too. I'm not sure. Um, Asante's Asante's a beast. Um, he basically, um, I don't really know how to describe him. Kind of like his own sound a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, he's got a lone, the lonely EP. The little lonely EP because he's only people say I'm short. Yeah. Man, Asante is like up to my shoulders. All right. Yeah, but he's a good <laughs> ass. Repping dude. for the short guys. Yep, he's from Rhode Island. Tosca, I think, is from Rhode Island too. All right. Uh, Almost all the states covered here today. You know, T Rad's originally from Braintree. Uh, now he's out, resides in uh, the water with the bridge. Bridgewater. Yeah. It took me a second. <laughs> Shout out to Bridgewater. BS, BSU, 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 yeah, you. <laughs> I should have had them saying that. You should have. Regardless, um, I'm just uh, getting ready to pull this up, and uh, we will be be hitting you live with some of this uh, T Rads running it. I'll be running it, running it. He's um, yeah, he's. T-Rad's got, he dropped the album last year, and I'm pretty sure he's got another one dropping pretty soon. Love it. Now, let's, uh, let's see what we got here. T-Rad's, here we go. This is running it. Cash. I get the money and dash. I'm thinking about running it back. I'm thinking about running it, running it, running it, running it. Focusing on all the wrong things. Bench players in the ball game. Trying to act like they LeBron James. You're a long way from the home that you know. Back up, back up, now you slow and you rough. Teach y'all the difference between homies and hoes. One got the cash, one is holding the dough. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Acting like you got the trophies on your mantle Flexing, faking for the camera, I can't understand them Got the future in my hands, I can't hold a candle To my shadow, copper ghost, then I'm going phantom Selling my fate, selling my limit, still in the plane Peeling the roof off this bitch like I'm dropping some pounds I cannot handle the weight, wait, wait Feeling different, got these ups, feeling pessimistic Got a glass of whiskey and it's half full I'm my ego blocking out a half moon I'm a guy like theology I just turn it out when I wanna be I know my faults, but I'm too braggadocious for modesty That shit is lost on me I'm marrying Nikki or Cardi B Dropping the classic like Carter 3 Then I'm retiring back to my palace Ain't nobody calling me, that's my new policy, yeah. Talking never say a lie Focusing on other people but can't look inside Y'all are wasting air, energy, and all my time They gon' hate on me until the day I die Y'all want the honeys and cash, I get the money and dash Y'all want the honeys and cash, I get the money and dash Y'all want the honeys and cash, I get the money and dash I'm thinking about running it back I'm thinking about running it, running it, running it, running it Back on the bullshit I started, never wanted normal life to get in the way. Started from the bottom, if I hit a casket, I ain't getting into heaven today. Fire.
That's T-Rads. Again, that's on Spotify. He just dropped a video for that. It's called Running It. I like that. T-dot-R-A-D-S from the Lonely Entertainment. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Bump it. I'll be bumping that. Yeah, Yankees still suck, T-Rads. Yankees still suck. Your music doesn't suck, but the Yankees do. Yep. Yeah, actually, a little funny story. (laughs) T-Rads was... He was the other day. He was looking. He went out to the game last week in New York. Yeah, and uh, he was looking for uh, people to meet up with, places to stay. You know. um, Yeah. Well, like uh, maybe not places to stay, but like we had to check out food places, all this shit. And uh, so I had to hit him. He goes, "I'm going to watch the Yankees game." I had to hit him with, "Oh, what are you going to watch? Giancarlo strike out." Zinga! Shout out to Giancarlo hitting a home run the other day. Now he's got a Yankee Stadium batting an average of 135. Good for him. Hey, as long as he you know hits a home run every 30th at bat. How much is every strikeout worth? That's what I want to know. Oh, he's he's getting he's getting paid to strike yeah, out. He is. He really is. Every time he goes up there and misses by a foot, he's getting they might paid. As well, they might as well run out on the field and dump money on him every time he strikes out. He's Here getting you go. paid. Here you go. To this suck. is what you just earned to miss by three feet. Here you go. <laughs> getting paid to suck. That must be a good life, right? I'd rather get paid and be good, but I hey. know, right? <laughs> uh, so shout out to T Rads. Shout out to T Rads. Yankee suck. I love it. But you're my dude, and uh, you know, keep up the good work. Hell Lonely yeah. Entertainment, those guys—they're all—they're good, good folk, and they got good music. Find them on social media. Yep, find them on Facebook, find them on Spotify, find them yeah. on Instagram. All that, all you that, know, everywhere. Twitter. Yep. MySpace. I don't know if they're My, on MySpace. Nah, probably not on MySpace. They might be too young for MySpace. They were a couple. I don't, years. I don't know if anyone's still on MySpace. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's still MySpace. Is there? I'm pretty sure. Damn. Well, I got some new, uh, we talked last week about Shane Rise from Maine. He's got a new album coming out on May 11th with Goddamn Chan, who's a producer from Maine, and they dropped their first single. Nice. It's called I Know You Know, so here it is. Sir, you could hear it, you could feel it, man. I'm like no other. The only one out here 
I got no sisters, got no brothers. No smoking, my mirror, persistence is a motherfucker. You can't clone it, don't work for it, they don't own it. The dopest part is when you got it, but you don't show it. So that was Shane Rise. Shane Rise, new Ooh. album called, what is it called, Vibe, I think, but it's spelled V-E-I-B because his last name is spelled R-E-I-S. Ah. So, and that's a collaboration with him and Goddamn Chan, great producer from Maine. Um, yeah. So a lot of that. talent in Maine. A lot of, lot of hip-hop talent in Maine. You wouldn't expect it, but. Speaking of Maine, got to bring up the um, Leeds put together a album. Uh, yes. Mixed I forgot. Yes, we need to mention that. At, uh, at the bridge with Archetype. Yeah, uh, it's got a ton of New England hip hop on it. Yeah, um, I'll pull up the track list right now. There's um, and speaking of Maine, uh, Spose, Spose is on there. Spose is on there, and he is not. Uh, he's not doing any shows this year. I saw except yeah. for this one show. He he dropped a couple albums last year, did a bunch of shows, and then he said he's taking this year off. But he's doing that show in the uh, album release party. Slane's gonna be doing the show. Chris Rivers is gonna. He's not. New England, but right. he's New York, uh, the son of Big Pun, legendary yeah. Big Pun, Chris Rivers. Yeah, uh, he's on the album. Um, who else is performing? Still Gold, um, obviously on. Uh, what's his name? The other half is Still Gold. Archetype is Archetype yeah. is one half of Still Gold, and uh, Mo Pope is the other half. Yeah. Um, also, Right Hook has some songs on there. Right Hook's on there three different times. Three different times. He's performing. I believe Millie's is on there, but he's not. Millie's. He's not going to be performing. I don't see Millie's on here. Is he on here? I thought he was on one of the first couple tracks. Maybe he's not. No, I don't see Millie's on here. Um, but Michael, either, Michael Christmas is on there. Uh, your boy uh, Stiz is he on there? I thought. I don't know. No cousin Stiz. That's surprising, actually. Slane's on there. Yeah, Slane's on there. Um, Slane's going to be performing at the show. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Leeds and Archetype for putting that all together. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to some of these songs, though. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, a lot of different styles clashing together. Yeah. And um, I'm definitely going to grab that. It's going to be. Absolutely. When's that coming out? I know the show is. I think June 6th. June 2nd is the show. June 2nd. It's a sun. Uh, Saturday. It's a Saturday night. I don't know when the album comes out. Around, that might around be the, that time. That yeah, might be that the might release be the date. Yeah. That might be the release party. Actually. That might be the date. So, so be on the lookout for that. Yep. Um, but we got some more music to get to. We also we, we have also got the Celtics game getting pretty. We have behind a, us. We have a minute and nineteen seconds left. Terry Rozier just got oh. hit in the face again. Everyone's gunning for T Rose Grill today. He, I don't know. They're all saying he flopped all the bucks. I don't know. It looked like he got smacked right across no, the face. You don't hold your face like that if is, you flop. Is a, Unless a, you're LeBron. He does that shit. There's a minute and 15, 14 seconds left. Let's see what happens here. The, running the replay. Yeah, he got poked in the eye or something. He got smacked. What's up got, with... I think he got poked in the eye. I think that's what it was. What's up with the uh, with the yellow shoes, though? Who, for Rozier? Yeah. I don't know. And he couldn't make the same color in green? The same shoe in green? I don't know. For Terry Rosier? Not sure. Damn, down he goes. Yeah, down he goes. Right. So I think he'll be good. What do we got next, Jack? You got a few for us tonight. Yeah. I'm cutting one out. We're going to save it for next week. Are we? Because, yeah. Because we're, uh, 
again to watch here. Oh, whoa. <laughs> but uh, this is some dude that some I dude. met. Some, yeah, some dude. I actually met him a couple years ago at uh, the Mass Apparel store. Um, they were having a little... That wasn't the Reebok thing, was it? No. You know Mass Apparel? Uh, yeah. They used to be in Alston. I think they moved. But, um, it was one of my ex-girlfriend's friends was interning there, and they had a party, and we went. It was a good time. I recorded, like, Owen came, too. We recorded some tracks. Oh, our, really? Our boy, oh, yeah, our boy Owen. Yep. Ozone. <laughs> but I met this kid there named Balin. And I remember he gave me his name. He was like, because I told him that, like, I write articles and stuff. And he was like, oh, check me out. And, you know, we followed each other on social media and stuff. And then he just dropped. I hadn't heard about him for a while, but he just dropped this video. All right. So, the name of the song is Got This. All right. Balin, I got this. Balin. This clean and just white tea in the jeans. They been to catch up. Mustard, I nigga about to rack up. Felt like I was on syrup the way you always act up. Back up, cause I'm about to blow. You never know you might get hit with it. Catch a boy, bow back and fold like a hypocrite. Steady on the mission with some people that can get me rich. I don't want to see no one that can tackle all the things that I've done since on one. I owe none. Oh, son, yo, what they talking about? If they negative, they DJ. It's bailing. It's bailing. That's bailing. He's kind of got a funky style. Yeah, a little bit you know? different style. A little different. I like it, though. Some uh, creative bars in there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's got a unique flow. So he's from Boston. Check out Balin. Hell yeah. He's also, I think he's uh, he's in a band, too. He's the MC in a band, like a hip-hop band. Hell yeah. So check out Balin. And then last but not least, I got someone who... You probably all know Chris Webby from uh, Connecticut, and he's been making some noise lately because he's been getting... Big Al! Big Al. Something's up seven. All right. 28 seconds left. Sorry to cut you off. No, it's all good. We got important things going on behind us. We do. Chris Webby Yeah, so Chris Webby, he's been making some noise lately because he's been getting into beefs with, you know, all these whack teenage rappers that are coming up, like Lil Pump and Lil Xan and, you know, all those guys. Yep. He called called them out on a... Sway, he was on Sway like a month ago, and he called him out in a freestyle, and then now Lil Xan's coming at him, so he's coming back at him, and I mean, I'm not the biggest Chris Webby fan, but he would slaughter those dudes lyrically, so. Yeah. So uh, I'll play his verse from the Sway, the Sway freestyle, so you can see like what kind of started this whole thing. And then we'll get to his new track that he just put out. Dish Lil Xan? I believe he did. Right. 
So we got. Then you better bring bars. We got. And welcome to the valley. We got uh, 28 seconds left. Yep. A timeout. Looks like we got this one. Looks like we had a jump ball, and Al got the ball. What do we got? Marcus. God, Marcus is going to hurt himself again. <laughs> Big Al right there. Big Al. I, I mean, that's the hustle, though. That's that. That's, that's the that hustle. Dog. We that's what we were missing. Yep. That was a Tommy point and a half, if I ever seen one. All right, so Chris Webby. We got some Webby. There he is. Between me and you. A lot. <laughs> Yo, I see my peers looking nervous as that jealousy takes charges. I'm on a track like I'm assembling train cars. And I just hit them with straight bars. The hyenas back sway pull me out the elephant graveyard. 24 straight like a younger Jack Bauer. Finally, I'm on and I'm abusing that power. Fuck your mom against the sliding doors of her glass shower. And grab her ass after hours like a Matt Lauer. I'm Raps Bowser, the guy at the end of the game. That you'll need cheat codes to beat because my pen is insane. Remember the name. See Webb, I spit sickly. I got my competition breathing hard as Chris Christie. I get busy. Currently, they ain't serving me. Get in their head like my surgery till they heard of me. On a path that'll further me. Fuck rap money. I'm copping some cryptocurrency. Environmentally mindful. Donate to save the elephants and yelling at people who don't recycle. I'm spiteful. Out rapping each and every rival. Till the day I'm sitting on a title. See, I'm so dope that you gon' have to look. Beating me don't ever happen. Like Lil Yachty reading chapter books. Mr. Babadook, I'm hopping right off of the page. Popping off like Call of Duty as I'm tossing grenades. And I'm sick of all these cats who try to defend mumble rap. These old heads just don't get it. They just some grumpy ass, out of touch motherfuckers stuck up in the fucking past. I'm not even 30 and I think that shit is fucking trash. If you're a rapper, you should fucking rap. Don't say the same thing front to back on the whole fucking track. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, really, what the fuck is that? I'll say what everyone's thinking. Lil Pump is whack. What you gonna do? Come and battle me? now put some shit on wax you know like real rappers get down but even thinking of that shit just got me laughing out loud it only lasts one round and your ass will get clowned the fact that you're even labeled a rapper it all dishonors the forefathers of this whole entire genre sorry to diss you there ain't no personal issue just had to let you know that me and sway ain't fucking with you and maybe that's the biggest difference between me and you and not just you punk see there's plenty of the dudes lil what's his name with them face tattoos who raps like you yeah fuck him too see i love rap too much to watch these young cats destroy it without speaking up it's everywhere i can't avoid it i can't hear the words when you do that with your voices maybe if i fucking understood it i'd enjoy it but Jesus. so there you go a little dish to a little dish a little pump a little yachty little zan all those little fuckers yep a little peep a little peep all of them um yeah you know, just calling out trash rappers. Someone has to do it. Yep. And uh, actually, <laughs> funny enough that he dissed Little Pump. Yeah. Because Little Pump and J. Cole are. Uh, Little Pump and J. Cole are going at it because J. Cole also dissed Little Pump. Yeah. Well, Little Pump dissed J. J. Cole. J. Cole first, just randomly. For no reason. He said, fuck J. He's Cole. He's like, fuck, fuck all these lyrical rappers. Well, like, he had a song that said, fuck. It was just called, fuck J. Cole. Yeah. What does he just say, fuck J. Cole over and over again? Yeah, pretty much. He's trash. Yeah. He's like, I'm. There are some rappers that aren't very good lyrically that like I can listen to them. I can't listen to him. I can't get down with him. Stupid sixteen-year-old kid with braces and lean. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm done. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, he sparked up some controversy. Lil Zan was the one who got really pissed and came at him on Twitter and stuff. Did see something where Chris Webby said you came at me twice on 
the first time, I'll let it slide the second time. Right. We're going to have to do this. So, respect to Chris Webby for calling out, you know, rappers that deserve to get called out. Hell yeah. Um, and then he dropped a new track recently, so I'll play that. Hell yeah. This one's called Hump Day. Hump Day. Hump Day! Yeah. You know, some of these motherfuckers out here acting like I don't still got bars. Like, this isn't exactly what the fuck I do. <laughs> Stupid motherfuckers. Yeah, my DNA litty. Frame skinny and brain witty. With weed in my jeans, my mom's a spray hippie. Keep a tight circle of those that I bring with me. Rockin' Timberland boots and we bang biggie. Dig me? Pullin' up, I puffin' a sticky. With a bird, like I got some stuff I love for you send me. Getting faded every single time I come to your city. I'll be up at the local bar like always sunny in Philly. Keep it 150, yeah. No little dicky, bitch, I'm medium size. Doing whatever is needed for my piece of the pie. Jacked up on so many damn amphetamines that I believe I can fly. Brain and pinky with the scheme I devise. Disobedient mind, making G's on the grind. Where we make your head nod, put your seat in recline. With that throwback steez, like somebody learned a free in time. Prince of Persia with the meanest of rhyme. And MC in his prime, you feel me? What you see, though? The great Bambino. Knock it out the park with unadulterated primo. Marlo Stanfield got that. I work for the fiends and I'm racking up streams, making Spotify C-notes. My fam is so Italian, my uncle was Vito. Corleone, should you could ask my cousin Pacino. A Pesci up a casino, we toast a cup of the vino. Could see us skinnies go back like Barney Rubble and Dino. You don't really want to see these lyrics in action. They only talk about me quiet because they feel my reaction. And on the mic, actual fire appears when I'm rapping. It's no coincidence I was born in the year of the dragon. 1988. Webby bringing the bars. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did hear that. I forget where I heard that. I feel like I. I feel like he spit some of those on Rappaport's podcast recently. Maybe that Michael was it. Rappaport. But um, yeah, bars. Yeah, Chris Webby uh, bringing the bars. I mean, I've always been uh, not like a huge fan. Of, there's always he's uh, he's had some songs that I really like. Yeah, he's been kind of hit or miss with me. Definitely. But, that's that's what yeah, I was just gonna. Yeah, say. he's been hit or miss with me. But right now he's bringing the bars. I think. You know, these trash rappers are getting them fired up, so. Well, and <laughs> uh, we talked about Knox before with Joyner Lucas. Um, he's worked with Webby as well, right? Yeah, he's, um, well, he works, he regularly works with Webby, yes. Nice, nice. Um, I know Webby's been up to Fort Knox a couple times. Yeah. Um, Fort Knox Studios. Yeah. And um, I know they're, they're good enough friends where Webby told Knox to bring whoever down for the VIP. We, I was actually going to go in Connecticut. Damn. Damn. But uh, fortunately, you know, uh, couldn't couldn't make it happen that day. Yeah. But you know, there might be other opportunities. You know. Absolutely. So shout out Chris Webby. Shout Chris out Webby. Knox. Been shout out to the Celtics. We're going up three to two. Celtics. They just uh, they just finished that game. Yeah. We had uh, we had a big block in the last few minutes. Yeah, we Marcus, had some exciting shit going on behind us while we were listening to these songs. Marcus Smart with a swat of the Greek squeak. It. The Greek squeak. Yep. Uh, also, Marcus diving on the floor, being that dog. Marcus, I mean, if you, don't think, if you don't think Marcus Smart is a difference maker, this game is, you know, exhibit A right here. Exactly. You see him diving on the floor. You see the difference it makes. Big Al. Uh, Big Al did his thing. Big Al, you know, I have, as much shit as I give him, he was the leading scorer. He, he had, I think, 24 and 14. Can't give him much shit. 
no. for what he's done in the playoffs so far. No, he's he's really stepped he's it up. up. And I uh, love to see it, you know. Love it. Love uh love hitting you guys with this weekly. Yes. And uh we'll be back next week. Hopefully in two round twos. Hopefully. That's what I'm thinking. Ideally. That's what I'm to thinking. A big game tomorrow night. I'm thinking I'm thinking B's B's got to win tomorrow night and then we got the C's with Marcus back taking it. Let's hey, game six. Let's keep playoff season rolling. Let's keep it going, let's baby. Keep it going. It's not over yet. Hell yeah. This is Boston. We don't end the playoffs in April. Hell Come yeah. On. It's the house of pain, baby. Come on. The yeah, house, like Hanley said. The house, house of, of the pain. pain. The house of the pain. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the Sox, too. Yes. Hell yes. Hopefully we'll see. they can pull one out and end this losing streak. But more importantly, playoffs going on. Hell Thank yeah. you all for so, listening. And make sure Sunday you guys tune in. Facebook Live. Yeah, most importantly. Yeah. Watch <laughs> me wax that ass. Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, you want to see him lose? Check it out. Wow. Beat that ass. <laughs> we All out. Right. Peace.